guys, and welcome back to Newly Meds, the podcast. This is Heather, your co-host. And Quinn, your other co-host. Um, newly matched. Quinn, newly matched. And matched doctor in training, Quinn. That's right. Uh, if this is your first time listening, welcome. Uh, we are a couple that works in healthcare. I'm a nurse. Uh, I've worked in med surge. I've worked in endoscopy. And now I work in outpatient medicine and, and integrative medicine. And I do IV infusion. And Quinn is a fourth-year medical student in New York City. And That's right. we just matched. It is, what's the date today? March 26th. And we matched March 17th. Yeah, so nine days ago. Wow. Yeah. Ma- mental math. Very nice. Just, yeah, quick quick mental math. <laughs> That's why you're the doctor, not me. <laughs> <laughs> and today we're going to talk about all things match and residency. Yeah. And... Our move that's coming up and like all of these exciting things. Yeah. So Quinn, take us, take us there, baby. That. Thank you. That's. <laughs> I like that voice. Um, well, I guess if you follow Heather on social media, you know where I matched already. But I uh, was fortunate enough to match at my top choice, which was Duke, for both my intern year uh, radiology. You need to do an intern year in either medicine or surgery. So I'm doing an intern year in medicine, and I'll be at Duke for that. And then I will start my radiology residency the year after, also at Duke. So that was yeah. very exciting. It's very hype. When very hype. I'm wearing a Duke hat right now. He's literally wearing a Duke hat right now. Yes. So. Very excited. Very, very excited. Um, we went to visit in February, the Raleigh-Durham area, and we just had the best time, and we yeah. felt so much at like so at peace and just not stressed and such a difference from New York City and coming from South Florida like you know that was another option for us to go back to South Florida but in a a different capacity and like when we visited Miami it just like was not wasn't the vibe yeah just wasn't a good fit I just didn't really feel like being in the rat race again of New York City and like there's a lot of all like other things that go along with living in a big city um that you don't think about and like one of those things is like i feel like it's probably on the higher end of like materialistic and there's a lot of comparison i feel like and a lot of keeping up with the joneses in big cities and i know i'm just generalizing but i feel that pressure here in new york city like yeah it's very like oh luxury handbags and designer clothes and like all of the, and like staying up with fashion and trends and i feel like that's not something that i wanted to continue to grow in yeah and i think living in miami would have been that yeah. for us and You're i just either... feel like it would have been more toxic for our relationship yeah. like I, that's the vibe i got right. i can't really put you're it into either a words. city person or you're not yeah and, and we, we're, we're just not city but like people. also like the vibe of miami is very different than i felt like i wanted to be around well we just even though i love the weather like we're our, our families are both in south florida about an hour yeah. north of miami so like it made sense but like the cost of living, not wanting to live in an apartment right. again, slower, like it's really fast paced. Like you're, yeah, and crowded. like your commute, like we would have lived outside of Miami. The commute would have been like thirty minutes without traffic. You know, like that's, yeah, that's a lot. I, we we visited it, and it took us a long time to to get around the city. It and was again, so much driving. Like nothing against Miami. People, you know, we love going to Miami. We have lots of friends that are from Miami. Uh, it just wasn't, uh, just not right for us right now, yeah. for sure. And I think 
in terms of budget that we have, it's not yeah, right for us. No. You know what I mean? Like, if we wanted to move there and live in a really nice house and, like, we were looking to buy and um, in a really nice area, like, I think that's a different situation than, like, yeah. what the resources that we have available to us in this season. Right. Which is, you know, we're in the rental market. We are, you know, we, we can't spend too much every month on rent. I mean, too much is relative, but, like an exorbitant amount of money like right. these people are paying in Miami and New York we, City. We've just spent in LA four years really scraping money together yeah. and we're just really tired of it. It's exhausting. Really tired. It's the mental stress of it is like is so all consuming. Yeah. Like we have faith and we trust that like, God provides for us like a hundred percent. Like you know, we can try to manipulate all these things and like ultimately God is the one who provides for us our every need and like we have faith in that, but still it's just like Margin the constant is battle no. is still a battle. Like right. it's still a battle to choose faith that he's providing for us. So, you know, living a little bit under our means is gonna be really nice. Yeah. Moving somewhere like North Carolina. And I think a big thing for me was, you know, so it's always that question of like how do you choose a program, right? Yeah. And people will give you recommendations and they'll say, you need to look at the call schedule. You need to look at what they're paying you. You need to look at this, that, and the other. For me, I think the most important part was, do I like the program? Do I like the people there? And Duke, I got that sense right away. So I was interested in Duke from the start. And when I was applying, um, you you know, can send letters to programs and basically say, you know, before you get your interview, hi, I'm really interested in your program. I would love to interview there, you know, whatever. And that tells the program if they haven't sent you an interview yet, you know, you really want to interview there. And they were so responsive to that. They hit me back right away. I mean, I've been emailing the program coordinator essentially ever since yeah, then, the program director. Yeah, felt like really appreciated. Yeah. And, like seen. And I think for someone like you who's more on the introverted side and a little yeah. shy, like yeah. that one of Quinn's love languages is like seeing him. Yes. Like I think that's when you fell in love with me is when I like told you, divulged all the things that I saw in you. Yeah. And um so for Quinn that's really big. Anyways, continue. Yeah, well I feel like I mean to that's a good point because like when you're shy, I feel like you're not the center of attention and mm -hmm. it's hard to make yourself gain attention and sometimes you kind of feel like overlooked. Yeah. Um, where I feel like extroverted people can definitely like walk into a room and kind of take up the whole room. I, I yeah. definitely can't do that. So I agree to, to feel like a program really has taken an interest in me, you know, when I'm taking an interest in them, it's like, oh, wow, I really like that feeling. And um, when I interviewed with them, it was far and away my favorite interview. Every single person I interviewed with, it was like the best conversation, just yeah. easy, you know, fun, talked about interests, talked about why they love the program. All of them, you know, had or almost all of them had done residency there and come back because they, they loved it so much. So to me, that really showed they loved the program. They had a passion for it. And then I feel like visiting Durham just kind of put it all together. Yeah. And I was like, this has to be it. So I just you feel interviewed it. first and then we visited. Right. right. And so what's the timeline of the application process? Oh, man. Run us through that. Yeah. So there's... Um, so it starts with your step two score, It starts right? with, yeah, you, you, so my, my school is a little bit different, but most schools you take step one before your rotations, then you do your and rotations. rotations are usually in the third year, right? In your third year, okay. right. And then you take step two. Um, 
before step one was graded and for residency you honestly like most people didn't even take step two before they started applying because most programs didn't care about step two they cared about step one mm -hmm. but now since step one's pass fail programs want you to do step two first uh mm -hmm. before you apply so i took step two um started applying when did you take step two um oh my goodness that's a great i think it was like march like last March? Yeah, yeah. I okay. think it was March. And then I want to say the application started to, like, opened in, like, September, like, August, September time okay. period. I think. I got to so like look this, back. this past fall. The fall, yeah. Okay. And then the interview season kind of runs, like, September, October, November, December, January -ish. Yeah, it's like a long interview yeah. season. So uh, they were one of the first programs I heard back from. Um and again, really communicative, really kind, just like emailed me right back. Was... I remember there was a time where no one, no, you weren't getting any responses and you were really stressed out about that. Yeah. So what, what was that about? Radiology. What advice would you give to other applicants? Radiology got really competitive this year. Um, not, I'm not sure why. I, I, I guess people are finding out about the field, this like hidden gem and <laughs> a ton more people than normal applied. So People weren't getting as many interviews as they typically had in the past, mm -hmm. and our advisors were very freaked out. And me and my two other friends who applied to radiology, heard, we all heard from our advisors, and they said, "Apply to more schools. Just keep apply to ton more because we haven't heard back yet." And, and where? When was this around? Like what month? Probably, probably like October, November. Yeah, I think I remember like late fall. Yeah, which you were like stressing. they were expecting to get. Stressing. It's hard when like an authority figure starts to stress because then you're like, oh no, like this is beyond just my stress. This is like, <laughs> you know, someone who's in that. charge of me is stressed too. I just remember being the partner and being like, every day was like a meltdown. Every day was like I don't, I don't a say panic. A meltdown. All systems go slippery slope. Argument. Stress. Quinn goes from zero to a hundred so fast. <laughs> like his ability to build a slippery slope argument is just impeccable. Like it is the it is you could he could literally go from like everything is great to like being homeless like literally in, in two steps. Like I just I, the way that your brain works I just I don't get it. I feel like anyone in medical school can relate though because it really does feel like your entire four years are summed up in a a test score and b yeah. match and for those people and that don't match that's exactly the I, experience it's so, so devastating devaluing I, I feel for everyone who doesn't match because i wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy and so anyway we you know we applied to a bunch more programs and then then the interview started to come in they just came in slower than than they typically had but even so duke was one of the first to send yeah. out their interviews which was really nice and um yeah i love my interviews i sent them thank you notes and i got really nice responses back there was just great communication the whole way i really felt like again mm -hmm. they cared about me individually and i it wasn't just some automated response you yeah. know um so, so when, if you're living, it does the salary change based on what program it is and what area it is or not really? Yeah, so it does. Um, there is like kind of a common theme with salaries. Like a lot of them are in I the same place. it was place. like all the same though. Like if minus you, like a thousand dollars here and there. No, like, if you go to, if you practice in New York, if you do your residency here, the salaries are way higher. Oh, really? Yeah, so. What's the I, salary in New York? 
I want to say at NYU starts at like 75 and goes up oh, to 100 really? at programs like Cornell and Columbia oh. just because the living costs are so high here. Yeah, I literally don't know how you could live here making less than that. So, so my, my pay at, by yourself? Oh at my Duke is lower than at a lot of other programs, okay. but you're in Durham, so it's, it's cheaper, you know, it yeah. makes sense. No, it's relative to the cost of living. Right. But when we looked at Miami, it wasn't that different though. No, see, that's what so I'm saying. It's like, depend- Places yeah. like New York, you can get really high yeah. salaries as, and uh, in California because okay. both of those places yeah. are very expensive, but you're right. But Miami, like Miami is, like kind is of really the same. expensive cost of living now too. I know it's fairly and new. Not increasing the I feel like the salary. wages just haven't caught up. Yeah, they need to, because, like, these people, you can't, it's really hard to live on that. Yeah. I mean, I know that, you know, finances is difficult, and everyone has a different background and a different situation, and a lot for someone is a, is a little for someone else, and vice versa. Right. So I don't want to, like, you know, make any judgment calls on salaries and, you know, what they can for afford. Sure. But just relative to cost of living, like, right. it's common sense, like, what is more difficult and what's easier. Right. Um, so then, you know, I did all my interviews. You and I kind of sat down and, and we went back and forth for a while just because we were trying to decide, you know, where where would be best for us. Well, it's really hard when you're making a decision and there are like a few like cornerstone things. So it's like our family, the location of our family and our yeah. support system, like everyone says like, oh, you, you know, where you go to residency, like consider that a factor because you're going to need a lot of support and especially spouses of people in going through residency training, like they need to have a support system too. So that was, that was a big draw for us to go back to South Florida, i.e. Miami, um, being an hour drive away from home, uh, and even University of Florida where we went to undergrad, cause that's, you know, a four and a half hour drive right. from home, uh, but we were able to kind of compromise Raleigh-Durham because the flight from there is, like, less than two hours, yeah, I think. Yeah, it's like a And the airport half, is literally a 15-minute drive away from where yeah. we'll be living. By the way, we signed a lease on a house. We're super excited about that. We'll talk more about that in a little bit. But it's literally a 15-minute drive, so 15, so super close. Right. And the airport was really nice. It's it really was nice. really, like, quick and easy to get through. Yeah. So, honestly, I'll take an hour and a half flight like yeah. you know even if that means i have to go to the airport i have to buy a ticket like right i feel like it's, it's doable not, it's doable yeah it's and doable. we're in a place now where our family can come and visit us right whereas like new york city we live in long island city and there's actually like not really that many hotels around here yeah i don't that, know where they that would makes stay. sense like from a walking distance perspective right um so I, I, and like just our families like just wasn't they, they wouldn't, be, they wouldn't, wouldn't like visit New York City. Anyway, yeah. so we never really had them up here, which was challenging because, you know, and the flight path to from New York City to Fort Lauderdale is abs- absurdly expensive because it is so, right. such a common, yeah. you know, Everyone's everyone wants forth. to go to Florida. Yeah. A lot of New Yorkers vacation there, have family there, you know, have their winter homes there or whatever. So the prices to fly from here to there is just so crazy. Um, yeah, so that, that's how we compromise that decision, not being close to family. Um, what else do you want to talk about? Well, I, you know, so we, anyway, so we made this decision, um. Oh yeah, we can kind of talk about our, our decision making close to match when we finally, it was was after we visited Durham that I feel like that really cemented it for us. Yeah, and then I was like kind of going back and forth because, you know, I really don't, I really 
I think, first of all, I want to say we're very privileged to be able to have this conversation oh, of, yeah. like, choosing. Yeah, um, As much as it's not up to our decision. Like, Quinn was able to be choosy, I guess, be, you know, because of his good interview skills and, like, his background, like, in school. And right. we're just, we're, we're very privileged and we're very fortunate and we see that. So I want to first say that. Yeah, um, and acknowledge and I, how yeah, difficult I don't wanna, this I, is yeah, for a I lot of I don't want to sound like, you know, like, oh, we got to choose. Like, that's right. not at all how we went through this process and, like, how Quinn felt during this process. All right. it's And just because it worked out for us doesn't make me go oh the match was great i love everything about it yeah <laughs> you know it's it crazy how lots of literally you can end up somewhere completely random that you don't want to live for the next right. three to six separated years of your from life. spouses separated from spouses yeah. separated from your family it's really a process that doesn't make a lot of sense um and also the first year the intern year you can end up somewhere completely different which was than a big fear the next for us, yeah. four years because yeah. it's a different application entirely and those programs purportedly don't communicate with each other. So it's very stressful. Like, we could have been living somewhere else completely different for just one year. And then have and to And then move. move again. And, like, having a spouse, like, I can't, you know, it's really hard for people to just find work you for one year. Well, and if you it's can't not remote. sit down. You can't, you're you're not uncomfortable. Yeah. You're just, like, like off-centered for a year. And then you're thrown off again. You know, you have to start all over. And I'd like to bring a little faith moment into it. Like, there's a church that we listen to or we watch every weekend from here that we've been big fans of, like, forever, at least since I was in high school. So it's called Elevation Church. Their primary location is in um, Charlotte, North Carolina, and they have a location in, in Durham, also in Raleigh. So that, like, we, that's like our church. That's like our family. That's like the people that we yeah. want to connect with and having that opportunity to go to church in person yeah. was to me the biggest, the biggest decision point. Like it was like, cause if you don't have like a community of faith, like it's at least what I'm trying to say is that when you have that, everything else f makes a lot more sense. And having that community already just makes your quality of living like so much richer. You know what I mean? Because you already have fellowship, yeah. and um, we just really wanted to be in that community and like be able to go to church in person. Um, so that was a huge drawing point for me. Yeah. Like everywhere else, I was like, you know, we'd find community and we would connect with the church and everything. But like this is like the place where we want yeah. to be yeah. every Sunday, and then you know through the week and whatever, and serve and volunteer and connect with people. Right. Um, that's like that was a huge decision for me and. Going through COVID here in New York City, like Elevation Worship is a, is is huge. So they produce a lot of songs, um, a lot of worship music. If you're a Christian, like you know the name Elevation Worship. So those songs, like through the pandemic, like working and everything, like brought me through. And like yeah. I can literally look back on seasons and be like that song, the faith from that song, got me through right. that day or that shift or that season. And so there's just, like, a lot of, like, history and emotional attachment yeah. with that. And so being able to, like, be in that place physically would just yeah. be so beautiful yeah. to me. So it's like when you make this decision, you got to think about what's important to you. Yeah. And that's something that was huge for us. And it really worked out um, to be in the Durham area and have that available to us. 
And um, I feel like once we visited Durham, we looked at the area, we went to church there, and then we came we home. Worked out, we, went we worked to, out at Gold's Gym. We went to a Gold's oh, Gym. It was awesome. We, I, I mean, to be honest, I had been drawn to Duke for a long, long, long time, uh, kind of like since the beginning of this process. Yeah. But, you know, it's not just about me. So I was always trying to be considerate to Heather what was going to be a good fit for her? Is she going to be comfortable? You know, it's not just me going through this process. And um, so I was always like in the back of my mind, like if Heather wanted to go somewhere else, like I'm okay yeah. with that. But we both kind of landed on the decision. Like this is, this is the right choice and we're for us. we're both very intuitive people. And I think it's always been interesting to me that when I envision my life in North Carolina, like I can actually see it. Yeah. Like I can visualize it and right. what my day-to-day is going to look like but whenever I tried to do that about UF or Miami or like these other places I could just never like build the yeah. story you like didn't know it like, just felt like a cloud expected. like blocks yeah. like in the way of that and I think that is the most telling thing of right. like when you're being called somewhere or you feel like something is right for you is like you can just really get a clear vision of what it's going to look like. Right. And I just couldn't do that. No matter how many times I visualized living in Miami, like, and what that would look like, I just couldn't put the pieces together. Like, right. I couldn't see it. Um, and, you know, Quinn applied there for undergrad and medical school. Yeah. And you were rejected and then waitlisted, right? Mm, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Waitlisted and then rejected yeah, or no, something? It was, yeah, rejected then waitlisted. Yeah. So, like, third time's a charm. And, like, here we are. It's crazy. Yeah. And, like, I applied there for nursing school, and I was, or for NP school when I was in nursing school, and um, I got in, and I I decided not to matriculate, because then I had, like, a whole career change, which we don't need to revisit right now. No. But anyways, I just didn't end up matriculating, but that would be my top choice for NP school as well. So it's It's just just great opportunities for you. I mean, it And then even if that doesn't work out, there's a bunch of different programs in the area, so I, you know... Um, but it's just, it's really exciting. And so it's end of March. Now we signed a lease for a house, which has like worked out. So like, yes, Heather was very bold and very confident in my abilities and put a deposit down on a house before match had even happened. Yeah. And, um, cause I know like when you know, you know, like I'm I'm like, so like God has been so good to us. Like when he's calling you somewhere, like you really think like. Some silly little match algorithm is gonna like mess that up. Like, yeah. like he's not actually literally in control of every single thing that we do think. Yeah. And like, I just you know, and it's been so clear to us. Like, this is where we've been called to go. Yeah. So like, why not? So I don't know. I didn't have a problem with putting the deposit yeah. down. So so then so you know we make our rank list. I rank Duke number one for both prelim and for radiology. You go to match day and. The way our program did it was they had, like, an event. You get there at, like, 1030. They have little snacks. I couldn't eat anything, of course, because I was, you know, nervous. And uh, they give you an envelope at 1155. And then at noon, we everyone opens their envelopes at the same time to see where they matched. And uh, Heather made a little video about it. But um, Yeah, check it out on TikTok. It's got very, quite a few views. Just, so. like... <laughs> Big a moment. sigh of relief you know it was it was very exciting because i was very nervous about the prospect of being in two different places you know for prelim and for yeah. radiology um so to get the place that i wanted for both and knowing okay we can move somewhere and set down roots was really exciting yeah 
And um, so now I've kind of begun the like onboarding process, which is like a bunch of forms and right, filling right. out a bunch of stuff and getting fingerprinted. It's like and, the same for know. any new nurses that have like started their first nursing job. It's yeah. like all of the things like the background check, the credentialing, like the right. immunizations, the, you know, it's, it's so many processes. So. Yeah. So this is like my first job. Yeah. Like and so job. we're moving officially. We're moving in June 1st. June 1st. So that gives us about like two months, a little bit over two months left in yeah. New York City. Crazy. And um, in terms of me, I've gear. you know updated my resume. I'm looking into opportunities in the area. Um, it's been weird because I'm like, do I should I go back to working in the hospital? Yeah. But like, I don't know. I I really love what I do and in integrative medicine and private right. practice and. I'm skilled in what I do now. It's like weird to feel right. like, oh, I'm confident in what I do yeah. and I have expertise in this field and I want to utilize that. So, you know, that's hopefully the f- direction that I'll be going in. Um, and obviously when you work in a large hospital organization, the benefits are amazing. And so that is a draw for me versus working outpatient private practice. But if Quinn's going to be in the hospital and he'll have the health insurance, then, you know, like it's kind of... yeah. You'll get a lot of of, benefits through me. Yeah. Which is nice to feel like I can finally provide (laughs) that kind of stuff. It feels really good. Yeah, that that first paycheck is going to hit. The first paycheck is going to, I'm going to like hang it up on my wall. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Print out the deposit. Print out, yeah. Frame it. So, uh, yeah, it's just crazy that this is kind of marking the end of my like schooling. Like, obviously, I'm going to keep learning and being educated, but it's like, a job right. versus school like school paid. is done finally no. hooray it's insane so it's a it's a crazy feeling yeah. it feels really good and i'm very excited for the start of everything yeah. very excited to meet uh two two of my radiology co-residents will also be doing their prelim at duke so i'll meet them for you know at least and then everyone else will i don't know are going to other programs and then they'll come to duke yeah. uh, next year um wait also rewinding back to what i'm gonna do yeah and i wanna so right now i work full time i work five days a week um and that has limited my ability to do as much social media stuff so i'm thinking about hopefully working part-time and then doing more on social media and like with my IV guide that's coming out soon i promise i've been prom i've been like talking about this thing forever but i'm finally finished with it um and I'm going to be editing it a little bit, and then it'll be up for a download uh, on Etsy. So she's like, put a lot of hard work into so it. I've been watching her pour so over meticulous. this thing. Yeah. Um, and I just I want to develop that as a side hustle and a business. If I could put more content on that, and yeah. So I my goal is to work part time as a nurse, and then do some side hustle social media stuff. Um, to make up that income, yeah. but like I just know that like working that. five days a week is just like not for me. Yeah. Even though I love what I do, I just need more time to be my creative self because I feel yeah. like that's when I really feel, I really shine is like being able to express my creative side. Yeah. Um, you need time to work, and you need time to like work if you're on your be passions. Twelve hours a day for six days a week for the first year. Oh, you're talking about me? <clears throat> yeah. Like I need to be able to do the things at yes, home right. that you're doing at home right now. Right. As a student while I'm at work. 
Right. So it's like if we're both gone all day. And it'll help with Jax, you know, you'll be able to be at home with him. Yeah, we just we'll like have to, room to do. not be so pressed for time and on yeah. everyone's clo- everyone else's clock all the time. Like right. I just want to be in my own time, make my own time. Yeah. <laughs> make my own calendar, Work my as own long schedule. As you want. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just it's I wasn't I don't think I was made to like do that for mm. the rest of my life. Right. And, um, it's also different being an RN versus like something like a nurse practitioner where you can see people through telehealth and like your visits are not as manually straining, if that right. makes sense. So I still want to go back to school and do that. Like that's my end goal. Um, and then at that time I would be working, you know, full time or whatever. But, um, for right now, like I think that I want to take more creative side hustles on. I'm also really into like art and like, like literally like not paintings what are those things called the canvases that are like the you use like drywall and it's like i don't know yeah, they're the, like, aesthetic text, now the yeah, textured the texture, canvas, the texture stuff. Yeah, canvas yeah. stuff like i could see myself doing that right which is like sounds silly but like i could do no, that it's not silly for sure yeah no i could do it you're and, passionate like, about it yeah mm, absolutely and like art has just been always such an outlet for me so yeah we'll see i don't know where the wind takes me i'm just you know it's exciting it's a lot of good stuff. get a little more breathing room financially so that I don't yeah. have to grind all the time. Yeah. All Mexico. right. Mexico. And then we also oh, yeah, went to yeah, Mexico yeah, yeah. to celebrate, um, <clears throat> which is really exciting because I was able to, like, save up for that trip, whereas I just assumed that I would never be able to afford to go on vacation because just growing up, like, we didn't really go on vacation that often yeah. because it just wasn't the financial budgeting style that like my family had um we did you know i'm not saying we never went but it was just not like an all the time thing for sure um so i just thought that that wasn't going to be in the cards for me like i make a good salary but i would just never be able to go on vacation because i had no ability to save money right (laughs) it would just come in and go out immediately but through using you need a budget which is the budgeting tool that we both use um it changed my life and like i was able to start budgeting for this trip last September and we were able to go and it's been all paid for and right. you know <clears throat> it's not like on a credit card and I can't pay it off like right. it's all covered it's all, so yeah. just we're so we're so grateful for that yeah um that was just a, such a treasure you know to be able to go yeah and um yeah we went to a hotel so amazing called same, same place we went for our honeymoon, for our honeymoon yeah. called Unico or Unico U-N-I-C-O 2087 it's an all-inclusive in Riviera Maya. Highly recommend. Yeah, it's great. Obviously not sponsored or anything. I wish they would sponsor us to go. But, like, the food's amazing. The drinks are amazing. It's, yeah. You literally don't pay for anything the whole time you're there. Yeah, it's um, like, it's. I feel like being where we are and being in New York, money is always on our mind. And every time you go out, you just, like, look at these kind of astronomical New York prices, and you're like, oh, man. Do I want What's to the get this thing on the menu? appetizer? Like it looks really good, but it's Let me so get the expensive. Bread basket. Yeah, <laughs> and then to go to Mexico and pay it like upfront with money we had saved, and then just be able to do, say, go "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat this. I'm gonna eat I'm that. Gonna like whatever." All yeah, day long. <laughs> was really. I, that's like the best way for us to relax. Yeah. So uh, Heather got incredibly sunburned. Yeah. Um, I'm just telling that. Just burnt to a crisp. By accident. Like, well, she was, I guess she, not Yeah, was, she was adamant no, about I am tanning, all about but it went too far. SPF, like me and SPF. I always got my SPF on every day. Um, but I really wanted to get some tan for one day. And well, I we're sun-deprived here. Yeah, we are very sun-deprived. So. So 
but like go, thinking about vacations as a medical student like what when can you go on vacation as a medical yeah. student what are the times for that because there's very specific times right yeah it, it's tough you know and it changes depending on the year uh a lot of times in um your pre-clinical years they have like kind of defined breaks and i always try to recommend to people to, to take those breaks because you do kind of have less time for breaks later on and sometimes people see a vacation and they fill it with more work or more research or something. And it's like, you got to take the break. You know, you're working so hard. Just take it. So I, we had some winter breaks. We had like, I don't I forget. I got our, we got our first summer off where we were required to do some research during it. And it was COVID anyway. So I ended up doing remote research. But then past that, we didn't get any summer breaks. Mm -hmm. um, so during rotations, we would have time off here and there, like a week off in the middle. You know, oh, you finish like three rotations and then you get like a week off and then you finish three more and you get a week off or whatever. Um, and then your fourth year is like really, you have tons of time. Like I took like full months off. Because they give you breathing room to apply and, yeah. and to do this crazy residency process. And um I don't know. I always just like if you have if you have time off, just please take it. Take the time yeah. off and really use your free time yeah. to do what you enjoy. And also, if you guys are like, you know, getting into travel hacking, like I always see these people that are like, I paid for this trip all in points. I do have some recommendations because I recently got interested in that whole field because I'm like, I want to travel and I want to do it the smart way. Um, and what I the card that I have is the Chase Sapphire Preferred card. And then I also have the Built card, B-I-L-T, is a MasterCard through Wells Fargo. And that one specifically, if you're a renter, you can pay your rent using that card and earn points, which is the only card that you can use to pay your rent without a fee. Um, it's just the way that they set it up. You don't have to pay the fee when you pay rent like you would pay on a traditional credit card. So that has been major key. And then the Chase Sapphire, Chase Sapphire Preferred card, um, I think you get points if you use my referral code, which I'll put in the like description of this podcast episode. Um, there's so many benefits to that card. I really love it. Uh, when we went to Raleigh to visit and we did a rental car, like I put it on that card. And because that card, they cover any liability like for car rentals so it's like nice because i didn't have to buy the additional insurance so there's perks like that there's a 50 dollar hotel um perk there's like you get premium doordash for free like there's a lot of different perks with that card and the points are really good their travel portal is amazing and then if you're just looking for flights and you want to find the best deal for flights i highly recommend using google flights because you can toggle the map and see which dates are the cheapest to fly and then just plan your vacation around that right. so those are some tips for you guys um because travel it's and important. don't pay full price to travel yeah yeah if you're gonna spend the money already get the points for it right and if you don't know how to use credit cards strategically get wine app i promise you i banned myself from using credit cards because I was would always overspend because I literally didn't know how much money I had to cover the expenses I put on the credit cards. And with YNAB, it covers that problem for you. So all of that money that you apply to the category of groceries, and if you spend on that credit card, it'll automatically bump that money that you put in that category to pay your credit card bill. 
it's so smart. You need it if you want to use credit cards smart, smartly and pay it off each month to get the points. This is the way to do it is right. use YNAB because, um, you know, I, I don't carry a balance and I'm still getting the points and it's great. So that's my two cents about travel hacking. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. I think that's, I think that's, that's good. pretty good for this that's episode, good. right? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. And Jax is really excited to have a yard. Oh, yeah. He's very excited about it. And he's Aww. looking for attention right Aww, now, too. So oh, cute. hi, buddy. Okay. Have All a great right. week, guys. And we'll talk soon. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.